Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. It's Wednesday, May 24th, 2023, episode number 225. That's right, I'm throwing you a curveball. It is Wednesday, and it's only because it's my very special daughter's very special birthday. She is 30 years old today. That is incredible. That means I am older than dirt. Anyways, happy birthday to my beautiful daughter, Haley. Uh, She helps me out with the podcast an awful lot. She does the pictures for me every week. Uh, She also did the intro. So happy birthday, Haley. Hope you're having a great 30th birthday. The Red Mile is this weekend, but before I get into that, let's talk about what happened last weekend. Well, at least where I was at last weekend. It was Sycamore Speedway, located on the west side of Chicago, and a track that has been open for 60 years. So it was cool to go back there. It was my first time to go there. And the granddaughter of the gentleman that started the racetrack was actually there. She spoke during the riders meeting, which I thought was really cool. Uh, She wanted to let everybody know that each person that was there was appreciated for coming. And they're trying to get back to the roots of where the racetrack started 60 years ago. And for quite a while, they raced motorcycles there every Friday night. So during their 60th anniversary, they're trying to do stuff that got them to where they are today. And the grandstands were full. They were they were really full on Saturday night. They were pretty full on Friday night. And Friday night actually was amateurs, all amateurs. And then Saturday night was the AMA All-Star National Flat Track Series, which had about nine classes. So um, it was a great night of racing. Actually, a great two nights of racing. Uh, only one really nasty get-off that was on Saturday. Mac McGrew, one of my friends from Minnesota, actually went down on the second lap of practice, and I didn't see it. I just saw the dust go flying up. I saw the hay bales going everywhere, and and I was actually in charge of uh, observing, or I was a spotter at that point, so I threw the red flag so we could get the, the practice session slowed down and get him taken care of. So I've heard some broken ribs, collarbone, and uh, punctured lung, and, and rang his bell a little bit. So hopefully Mac's all right, and Mac, if you're listening, hopefully you get well soon. There were two tracks up there too, and that was interesting for me. So we raced on both tracks there on Friday night. So we used the same turns one and two, but then in three and four, there was actually two different turns three and fours, and they were actually both banked and both really fast. Um, The short track is where we ran the motocross bikes with knobbies. We had a, a couple different classes for the motocross bikes. We had two different classes for quads. And they all ran on the short track and all the rest of the bikes ran on the big tracks, including one PW50 rider. And that was Ryder Reese. He's an eight-year-old rider. Uh, Mia Reese, you might know that name. She rides in the Royal Enfield Build Train Race Program. And her husband actually raced on a Saturday night. It was cool to see that all three of the family people were racing you know, in in one weekend, you know, the, the mom, the dad, and the little boy all got to race at the same weekend at the same track. Yeah, the dad's name is Robert Reese, and he, he, was, he told me on the podium there on Saturday night that he was more excited that he got to talk to me and be interviewed by me on the podium than he was for finishing third or second or whatever place he ended up. But uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, again, two nights of racing, and they said back in the day that they actually ran Santa Fe Speedway in Chicago on Wednesday night. They ran uh, Sycamore Speedway there on Friday night. They ran Granite City or White City on Saturday nights, and then they ran Henry, Illinois on Sunday. So, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of flat track motorcycle racing. Looking at the results, I'm just going to talk about Saturday night. There's actually two Dash for Cash races. Steve Nace put up some money to get both of them started, and we took money from the fans, which that's what it's all about. You know, the people reaching their pocket, 
I know this one little kid brought me like five $1 bills. You know, some people bought me a 10, a five and a 20. And then a couple of people brought me hundred dollar bills. And we split it up between the two dash for cash races. The hooligan dash for cash winner was the 16 of DJ Slosser. Lil Braun standing at second. Terry Vestal was third. And in the, the AMA all-star twins, it was Billy, the kid, Billy Ross on his own twin cylinder bike got, the uh, win. Jordan Jean was riding the Gilligan race in Kawasaki. He got second and Blake Berry ended up third. In the All-Star Twins main event, it was Billy Ross from Michigan on his Kawasaki. He got the win. Second was Jordan Jean. Third was the 16 of Morgan Mishler and he was riding a borrowed motorcycle, but Mishler, uh, there was a guaranteed purse and so he found a twin, to bike, a twin bike to ride and he ended up third. In the All-Star Singles class, it was Morgan Mishler from Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, who hadn't been home since October last year. Uh, originally was going to race the race in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was going to stay up there at my dad's house. Uh, my dad said the weather's crappy. He just went on through, kept on trucking, and he made it all the way up to Sycamore, and he took the win in the singles class. Billy Ross was second, Jordan Jean on his Honda was third. Olin Kistler uh, on, on the route, on the way down to the Red Mile, he ended up fourth, and the 24 of McLean Drucker ended up fifth. In the open singles class, open amateur singles class, it was Brianna McHugh. Uh, this class was really neat because only five entries, but three of them were ladies and female riders. And I, you know, where do you start giving the credit? Well, I think, you know, a lot of the credit goes to Shana Texter and, and her results racing in, in you know, American flat track. Uh, it's definitely sparked some interest for the ladies. But then you also have to give credit to uh, the Royal Enfield Bill Train Race Program because that's opening up more eyeballs. It's opening up a spot a place for these ladies to go race and and i give a lot of credit to you know not only Shayna, but before her there were other ladies too but the ones in this class actually were really young um brianna McHugh took the win she's from georgia second was uh, aiden johnson and third zaria martins from nearby up in, in wisconsin uh anthony krieger a rider i'm not real familiar with from a local rider from poplar grove and then uh mia reese who races in the Royal Enfield Bill Train Race Program, she was fifth. So that was your open singles amateur class. In the hooligan class, it was Lowell Bronstad, a, a bunch of riders that seemed like uh, carpooled over from Minnesota. Bronstad took the win. TV dinner is what uh, a lot of people call him. Terry Vestal from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, came home second, and Blake Berry was third. And I got to talk about the open vintage class too, because my buddy Rick Reed took the win. Uh, Reed and his whole family is really nice, and, and his girlfriend Tia is actually the crew chief. I, I, that's why I, I give her a, a hard time and call her the crew chief. But she actually, you know, follows Rick around with the starter right there in her little cart. And she comes all the way down to the victory podium and, and makes sure that Rick gets that bike started so he can go back to the pit area. But Rick Reed, he, he races probably more races than I announce in a year. And for somebody that's 69 years of age, I just, I think that's incredible that he still has the the want and the need to race and he raid he he rides and races all over the country he was he was out at Lodi last you know th at just a couple weeks ago now he's here in Illinois he's from California but he lives in Illinois now so Rick Reed took the win in the open vintage class uh, it was Robert Reese on the 43 bike got second and then there was a beautiful Yamaha John Furman had the old school leathers and he was third in that particular race and the last class I want to talk about is the open pro-am class it was Aiden Johnson all the way from Pennsylvania taking the win so uh out of the races that he ran on Saturday night he had a win and two seconds so he was on the podium I think three maybe even four times but uh, Aiden Johnson was your winner Olin Kistler from Castle Rock Washington was second and Zaria Martins was third 
All right, let's shift some gears now. Let's go up another notch because we're going to the red mile. This is the second mile of three in a row. Uh, of course, the last round was at Sacramento. This weekend, we're at the Red Mile. And then in uh, June 17th, we're going to DuCoin, Illinois, to the Magic Mile. And we'll talk more about that in the, in the upcoming episodes because there's a lot of racing going on down there in DuCoin. Uh, taking a look back at 2022, we actually raced there twice, Saturday and Sunday, the exact same weekend, which was Memorial Day weekend, which is a big race weekend. You know, you got the Indy 500, you got the Coca-Cola 600 right after that. Um, I think Monaco, the F1 series races, you know, early in the morning. So it's a big day of racing. Uh, this year at the Red Mile, we're just racing on Saturday night. From the results from last year in the Super Twins class, Dallas Daniels got his first ever Super Twins win on Saturday. Jared Meese was second. And James Raspoli, who was in the Production Twins class riding the Wally Brown Racing KTM, he comes from Production Twins and gets all the way up to third place. More on that in a bit. Sunday, it was Jared Meese, Davis Fisher, and J.D. Beach. Uh, so what, what I didn't mention is J.D. Beach was fast on Saturday. That's when he had a little altercation with Jared, and they used that on their footage where Jared grabs a hold of J.D.'s helmet. You know, it creates drama. I get it. I don't like when somebody grabs somebody else's helmet, but, you know, it does create drama. And they were, you know, they were kind of upset with each other. So hopefully they're not still upset with each other because you don't want to be upset with somebody when you get on a mile racetrack. Um, in the singles class last year, it was Morgan Mishler taking the win over Cody Cop and Trent Lowe. That was on Saturday. On Sunday, it was Dalton Gauthier taking the win, Mishler second, Maxwell was third, and Cody Cop was fourth. Taking a look deeper in the field or deeper on the racetrack, we've raced there actually five times total, 2017, 2018, and 2019. It was Jared Meese taking the win. So out of the five times that we've raced there, Meese has four wins in one second. So pretty much he's got to be the odds-on favorite coming into this weekend. Also in the singles class, Mikey Rush took the win in 2019. Colby Carlisle took the win in 2018. And Kevin Stallings, the freak of nature, took the win in 2017. Shana Texter has two-thirds and a second at this racetrack. So like I just mentioned, Jared Meese has to be the favorite coming in. But Dallas got the win, his first of his career last year on Saturday. Uh, Rispoli, who was riding for Wally Brown Racing, he was third coming through from the production twins so keep an eye on jesse janish this year he'll be on the wally brown racing ktm he might be one to get up there and you know maybe battle for the win of this one uh jd had a mechanical on the first day was third the second day you got to keep an eye on him again so who's the, who to watch who are going to be watching for this weekend jared meese you know he's pretty much the current mile master you know i still give that to scotty parker and or brian smith but they're both retired so the current mile master is Jared Meese. But you also have to watch out for JD. You got to watch out for Dallas. Jesse Janish on the KTM. You got to also watch out for Breyer and Bronson Bauman. They're on KTMs. They're getting their bikes figured out. And then Jordan Harris. He's coming uh, to race this weekend. He'll be riding the Varnes Racing KTM. So uh, the reason the KTMs and the Yamahas are so strong at this particular track, in my opinion, is the really long straightaways. But then you got tight corners. So um, the reason I think Meese was faster at Sacramento is he could really rail through those corners, kind of like Springfield. Here at this particular racetrack, I think you got to slow down a lot, which means you got to grab a handful of throttle. And to come off the corners, uh, it's hard to do on those Indians with the restrictions that they have now. Um, so that opens up the door for the Yamahas and the KTMs. So 
still has to be Mies as the favorite, but I think those other brands are going to be up there chomping at the bit. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to get up there and try to see if they can knock Dallas off. He's He's got first or second at every single race, seven for seven, first or second place. So I've got some stats coming up in the next couple episodes. If he can keep that up, I've got some records that he's getting close to approaching and, you know, tying some records of most, cons- you know, can most consecutive podiums and stuff like that. So I don't want to ruffle the feathers just yet or make him nervous just by me throwing out like the announcers when they say this guy hasn't done this or give him the announcer jinx. So I'm not going to get into those stats until he completes them just because I would like to see that happen. I'm a, I'm definitely a fan of Dallas Daniels. I went over the results of the singles just a moment ago. So is it time for Morgan to get back on top of the box? I know he had an injury earlier this year. He hasn't been home in a long time. He's won here before. He got second last year, a win and second last year. So is it time for him to shine? I think it is. Or is it time for Dalton to get back on top? He started off the season on the podium every round for about the first three or four rounds, and then he's kind of faded back. He's still in second the point standings. Maybe it's time for Dalton to get a win. Max Whale, fourth and a third last year. Cody Kopp, a second and a fourth last year. Shayna Texter. She's the singles mile master with eight AFT singles wins on miles. Or maybe are we going to have another first-time winner? Tom Drain won at the Sacramento mile. Will he carry the momentum? Will he get his second win in a row? Trevor Bruner. He was he was one of my favorites to do well at Sacramento. He lost his brakes early on, and that one still ended up near the front. So it could be a good racetrack for Bruner as well. Or will there be an upset? We'll have to pay attention and see what happens this Saturday at the Red Mile, Lexington, Kentucky. Before we wrap things up, let's talk about the Mission Super Twins point standings. Dallas Daniels is 20 points ahead of Jared Meese. Both of those two riders have three wins. J.D. Beach still sitting back there in third, but he's 44 points behind the leader. He has one win this season. Briar fourth place in the, in the point standings, and Davis Fisher sitting back there in fifth. In the singles, it got tightened up just a little bit because Dalton finished ahead of Cody. So Cody Kopp is ahead by 14 points over Dalton Gauthier. Max sitting back there in 30 is 22 points behind Cody. And check this out. Chase Sadoff is also 22 points behind Cody Kopp sitting back there. They're tied for a third technically. Give the advantage to Max because he has one win. And Trevor Bruner, he is fifth, but he is some 30 points behind Cody Kopp. Looking at the field for this weekend, we have 19 riders in the Mission Super Twins class, which equals six Indians, six Yamahas, four KTMs, two Harley-Davidsons, and one Kawasaki. In the AFT singles class, there are 33 riders. There'll be three countries will be represented. Of course, the United States, uh, one rider from Canada, and two riders from Australia. One thing that caught my eye looking at all the riders that are entered in that singles class, I noticed that the current Mobile View Rookie of the Year leader, Logan Eisenhardt, who's sitting 16th in the point standings, he picked up a ride from the Waters Auto Body KTM team. Um, maybe that's due to, you know, we just saw recently that Tanner Dean announced his retirement. Um, that opens up that seat, you know, and what the Waters Auto Body KTM team does is they help out some up-and-comers that maybe don't have a ride or maybe don't have a, a, a good bike for miles and, and other racetracks too, not just miles, but you know, the, the Waters Auto Body team, Dave and Rhonda, you know, they, they will help anybody and everybody to, to make sure these riders have a fair shake or a fair shot at having a good ride. And, and, you know, 
I think that's so cool that the Waters Auto Body have picked up Logan Eisenhardt. Um, the Waters team is from New York. Eisenhardt is up there uh, in Pennsylvania, so not too far away from home. So I hope it works out for him. We'll have to keep an eye on that rookie Logan Eisenhardt, see how he does riding for the Waters Auto Body team. Well, we're getting closer to the Mission AMA Flat Track Grand Championships coming up June the 14th to June the 20th. That is going to be a huge week for me. I think I'm announcing every single day, including the American Flat Track Series race. It's kind of right in between all those amateur races. So I better start drinking more water, a little bit less Dr. Pepper. And I know a lot of people sent me messages and and, uh, texts and stuff like that. There is now a Bluebell ice cream, which is the brand. They have made Dr. Pepper float ice cream. Well, I haven't found any just yet, but when I'll do, I'll give you a report on how good it is. Well, that's all I got this week right here on Off the Groove. I hope everybody has a great weekend. And one more time, happy birthday to Haley. And I wish everybody has a a safe and fun weekend. That is Memorial Day weekend, a little extra day off. Smash that like button. Tell all your friends to listen to us right here on Off the Groove. I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 